So I thought I'd do a little live chat because, um, sorry, I think my Wi-Fi is going down. Um, <clears throat> so I thought I'd do a live chat about Atlantis soon as I put a video out uh, very recently on where I believe Atlantis is. So I thought there might be some people that A, haven't watched the video and want to ask questions or have watched the video and still want to ask questions. Uh, Pete just joined and so has Lucas. Hi there guys, how you doing? Um, so yeah, so I thought I'd dedicate this one because <clears throat> some of my live chats go on Spotify and I know there's people on there that uh, obviously won't probably watch the video because they may not, you know, they may only just listen to podcasts. So I thought I'd do a a, a little video on um, Hi Jane and Hi Lucas and Hi Art. Um I don't know if you guys have seen the videos yet, the, the video. So basically, there's a sunken city. Now, this is research I've been doing, as you probably can guess, for decades. Um, I keep, obviously, I keep, Atlantis is a big one that always keeps popping back up. So over the years, <clears throat> I needed to work out, just for my own personal reference, where I would believe Atlantis is. Thank you for the heart service doing that. Um, so Caladoras wrote, uh, I'm behind in your videos, where do you believe Atlantis was? So, um, I prefix the video with, or prefix, however you pronounce it, um, with the fact that, literally, let's be honest, all the other researchers go by Plato, and they, they cherry-pick what they want from Plato, so there's people on YouTube millions of followers and they say it's the Rickax structure for example because and then they pick two or three things that Plato said now if you've actually read Plato's books you'll find that you're reading it for about two hours which is a very long time for someone 9,000 years ago to have told someone else for them to then pass it down in other words for 9,000 years worth of generations to finally a priest that then told someone that Plato knew, that then told Plato, that then Plato... So, so clearly, there is no way, unless it was written down, the smells, the sounds, because if you've read Plato's um, two books, he talks about the depth of lakes and the width of lakes and the smells and the sounds, and just literally goes into so much detail that you wouldn't, you know... In hieroglyphics, you wouldn't have wrote all that down 9,000 years ago. And if there was, then where is that now? So it's... And Plato's friend would have said it was come from... Um, it would have come from hieroglyphics or some sort of form of writing, but it wasn't. It was all verbal. So, uh, with that in mind, I had to throw out Plato because you can't go by that that's just illogical to do but unfortunately other researchers have done that so what i had done was i looked through plato's information to see if there's anything that i can match with other fairly ancient sources now i know there's people like edgar casey that will say uh you know atlantis is xyz etc which is all fine and dandy but um edgar casey did also get things wrong um now the few things that we could go through on Atlantis, Plato's, was circular structure of the city. 
Now, we do know that the Anunnaki did build circular structures, so we can tick that one off. Um, then you've got... Um, sorry, I'm just trying to recall it all. Then you've got uh, Sunken City. So the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, which um, was translated... Our first translation of the Emerald Tablets of Thoth was 12th century. Now, those tablets would have been written thousands and thousands of years before that so we've got that that we can match up so we've got sunken city we've got um a round city and then the only other thing would have probably have been uh advanced tech possibly which when you break down who thoth was which was ningazida you can say he was the person that built the pyramids which he was if you go again not only Sitchin's translations, but uh, the Emerald Tablets of Foth talk about Ningazida building a pyramid. So we've got enough there, three... So forgetting everything else that Plato said about elephants and all this kind of stuff, you've, you, you, he literally just made up stories of people's... If you go read it, if you don't, if you don't... If you have read it, you'll know what I'm on about. There's no way that kind of story would have been passed down correctly. So with all that being said, I had to go buy the three um, things that I could work out. <clears throat> and so there's a place just off the top of Cairo, right next door to Alexandra, where a sunken city was found in uh, 2000, I think it was. Now that sunken city, no one knew what it was. No one knew um, anything about it. So divers went down and they found... Many artefacts, and many of them, well, pretty much all of them that they started bringing up were ancient. In other words, dating back, wait for it, guess what? Approximately 9,000 years old worth of... So in other words, they found a statue that belonged to Amun, which we know as Ra. Now, if you know anything about Egyptian times, you would have had Ra as the, as the first main god pharaoh whatever you want to call him i mean technically he was classed as a god but <clears throat> then you have um osiris and you have so many more going down all the dynasties 32 dynasties technically 30 but um so you've got all of these dynasties which <clears throat> when you look at the other parts of egypt you get people wiping out older pharaohs so when you've got people wiping out older pharaohs off of stone, you know, walls and stuff, and replacing it, then you shouldn't, when, you know, if this was this particular place, it's called Heraclean, the, the city, the sunken city, but it's not, that's not the correct name for it, and I'll tell you why in a sec. So, <clears throat> when you've got a sunken city that's got ancient um, gods there, such as Ra, and not any of the, Oh, Christ knows how many. I, I haven't counted them, but <clears throat> 60, 70 plus pharaohs over the dynasties that could have been, you know, worshipped there instead of Ra. Bearing in mind, Ra was going back a very long time ago. But that there's none. So the only other thing that we that they found, I mean, they found a few things. They found some earlier stuff as well. But if you watch my video, you'll see that the actual city broke into two. So one part of it 
literally went down and a sort of subsection of it stayed, which is called, the people now call it Thonos. Thonis. Um, and that eventually sank, and that's the bits that had all the more moderner stuff on it, if that's even a word, moderner. Um, now, there was a temple that they also found in Heraclean. So this is a sunken city, city, not port, even though it's on the edge uh, and did have boats coming and going. It was a city. Now, that temple that they found belongs to, even though Thoth, uh, sorry, even though Ra was the main god, it, the temple that they found belonged to, wait for it, Thoth. Now, Thoth in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth said he was on Atlantis. Now, is there any other temples of Thoth from that time period? No. Where's the next temple of Thoth about a thousand years ago? So we know Thoth was around 9,000 years ago. So why is there a temple that's been built only a thousand years ago to, to honour Thoth when we've got a temple that was originally his in the place where he said he was? So again, that makes sense. Now, the other thing is the city that sunk, Heraclean, is circular. And the description, which I put on the video, not by me, but by, by people that's sort of tried to map it out, basically says it had lakes going around. And guess what? Guess what Plato said? Concentric circles with lakes going around. So there's, <clears throat> there's enough evidence for me to point to that as the particular place. Now, actually, even Egyptians informally have called it Egypt's Atlantis. And that was before I even found the place. That's, that's, um, so they'd already worked out, but without working it out, without putting all the dots together, they've worked out that that was probably, you know, they called it Egyptian's Atlantis, meaning it was a um, more technically advanced place from the jewellery, etc., that they kept bringing up, which was superior to a lot of the jewellery, or majority of the jewellery, anywhere else. So that's where I think it is. So I'm just going to the questions now, or, or comments. Um, Lucas, uh, sorry, just gone down. Caladora's read that, I read that one. Um, Ocatiz has joined and said, hi, hi there. Thank you for joining um just scrolling down trying to find uh some comments were filtered to protect the community's experience oh dear um kobe eos has wrote who is ra so ra also known as Amun ra was the first god of egypt and he in his anunnaki form was marduk so when Marduk got, basically got, dare I say it, pushed out because of Ninurta, he ended up going off just, just the other side of Mesopotamia. And another reason why, again, why that would be the, the perfect place is because when you break down where all the other Anunnaki are at that period in time, 9,000 years ago, every one of them was around uh, Egypt and Mesopotamia. They weren't over in Africa. They weren't on the moon. They weren't on Mars. They weren't in South Africa. Um, they were, and we've got 
literally we've got stone carvings of where they a said they were because they gave names such as Ur, Eridu, um, Super, places like that. Kem, which is Egypt. So we we know where they were. So if the only race that built the <coughs> um, Atlantis would have been a race such as the Anunnaki, then as I said, unlike other people who just pick random places, you have to go with where they were, and none of them were were in Antland, uh, Antarctica, as some people say. None of them were <coughs> in South Africa. So basically, um, they were all very close together, which makes a lot of sense. Artists wrote, the Adriatic Sea is my best bet. It's a pretty vast area of shallow sea. Again, the problem with, with the other people, and I don't mean to sound rude, is um, where I've just literally pointed out that Thoth's, <laughs> Thoth's temple's there. It's, we found a, a circular city and so many other points to it, whereas the Adriatic Sea <clears throat> is just a place that people will guess at. Um, I'm not knocking you, I'm just saying that's because... I can I can give instances as I have done where things match. Whereas when you look at the Adriatic Sea, what what we'll get is I believe it's there. Why? Well, because it's you know Plato said this, but what about all the other things Plato said that don't match? Mm, yeah. So they they cherry pick. So you can't really can't go by Plato. You really cannot. Um. So, yeah, sorry. Um, <clears throat> Kobe's wrote, I'm reading the Ra book right now. Excellent. Um, Users46 has wrote, Ash Hour. I'm not... Oh, and then, then underneath wrote, Assure. Uh, I'm not sure what Assure is. Potatoes wrote, Ra is a four-part god representing the cycle of the sun. Deborah's wrote, True talk. Um, I'm hoping that's agreeing with what I was talking about where Atlantis is, fingers crossed. Uh, Kobe is, wrote, is Ra millions of years in the future? No, Ra was was an Anunnaki that um, kept getting pushed out of different places from, from... Technically, he wasn't rightful heir, but he felt like he should have been rightful heir to have power. And in the end, he created his own little society which is in Egypt. And then <clears throat> he had children, which um, the actual, there is, there is translations again, not by, not by Sitchin, even though he's translated it himself, but there's other translations of, wait for it, the whole incident between Osiris and Horus and Set. There is actual Sumerian text talking about those. And bearing in mind, those were the sons of Marduk, not Ra, in the Sumerian texts. They were talking about Marduk's son uh, having issues, you know, Osiris and Set, and how um, <clears throat> Set um, tricked and poisoned um, Osiris, put him in a coffin, took him out to sea, and... Uh, and then uh, um, uh, Osiris, the wife of Os uh, sorry, not Osiris. What's her name? Uh, I'm trying to remember her name now. 
Isis, that's it. Isis, the wife of Osiris. Now, in the Sumerian text, they're not called that. They're, they're close, but they're not actually called that. Um, she went off and found... So this parallels with the Egyptian hieroglyphs of the story. Now, there's about three different, slightly different versions in hieroglyphs. But So we've got Egyptian version and we've got the Sumerian tablets talking about the same version. And then uh, she found the coffin and then uh, Set chopped up the body into, I think, 13 parts. And then she ended up finding 12 of those and then she had to impregnate herself to, to have a child and the child was called Horus. However, in the Sumerian tablets, it's called Horon. Um, so the stories are perfect, which proves, which is why people say Marduk is Ra, because it's talking about Marduk, Marduk, however you want to pronounce it, at that point. So Marduk is the person that went to... Um, Thank you for the hearts who went to um, Egypt or Chem. And then eventually, uh, speaking of Egypt, uh, Atlantis, now there was the Pyramid Wars. And if you watch my video, I explain how it got sunk. Now, mainstream scientists seem to think that the city Heracleion, which I will say it's Atlantis. <clears throat> now, they only, they only called it Heracleion because they were bringing up these tablets and there was a word Heraclean on it. And they were like, oh, hmm, what's that? Okay. And then they brought up other tablets with other words. And they was like, hmm, what's that? What's that? What's that? But one person remembered seeing the word Heraclean in another stone tablet somewhere else. Not sunken, but somewhere in Egypt. And they said, ah, that means it's a city. So that is why it was called Heraclean. Now, if, if they didn't find that tablet, then we other researchers may have started to do what i done and thought, hang on a minute, that could be Atlantis. But unfortunately, they all got blindsided with the two-hour story that from 9,000 years ago that Plato seemed to write. Bearing in mind, Plato was a writer. So he's not just going to put two lines down. Place, sunk, yeah, he's not going to do that. So he wrote his longer books from that, which is fine. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, there's so many things that that match um, now going back to how it sank um, <clears throat> so mainstream say Heraclean the ground the mud suddenly this is their words not mine this is mainstream suddenly uh, you know the ground underneath obviously the buildings and everything just suddenly turned to um, liquid mud somehow and sank that's all fine okay you could say, well, maybe it was a, I don't know, um, you know, ge geographical issue or something. I don't know. However, 64 ships that were docked around, bearing in mind it was a port as well. Bearing, I mean, that's why it would probably be classed as an island because obviously it's it's off off of um, off of the edge of Cairo. Um, or Alexander, it's a massive circular area. Anyway, so 64 ships sank, according to mainstream, at exactly the same time that were just beside the port. Not not necessarily um, moored to the port, but, but around. They all sank. Now, <clears throat> you go back to uh, the translations of the Sumerian tablets and the Pyramid Wars... 
guess what? Ayana, this isn't the nuclear weapons, but this was still weapons. Ayana went round, so they, they had two issues with Marduk. One was approximately eight to 9,000 years ago, and that's written in stone tablets. And then they had the later one, which was about three to 4,000 years ago, where they ended up using the nukes to try and take him down. But the first one, eight to 9,000 years ago, <clears throat> Ayana in tablets literally went in her, her chariot which we know is a spaceship of some description and went round firing at cities and destroying them so we've now got a reason why 64 ships would have suddenly sunk why we've got a city that would have suddenly sunk um and we've got a time email frame that message. matches there is an email message um so hopefully that makes a little bit of sense to people um uh, millen's wrote what's this about um i believe i figured out where atlantis is people may disagree with me that's fine but um when i compare my research to other people's where they just say i believe it's in somewhere else and don't give any more facts other than pointing to plato's but again they cherry pick the, the plato's i mean i could literally do hours and hours of videos where i watch their videos and stop them and say look you've just picked that one bit but what about and then i'll counter that with another thing that plato says i could do that all day long to literally every because this isn't my first rodeo i have watched other people's um descriptions of where atlantis is and i've done that to try and work out whether or not they were on the right path with what plato said and in the end i worked out no they're they're just cherry picking out of the two hours worth of information that they get given from that <clears throat> so um mark mack has wrote atlantis is hyperborea which is britain <clears throat> this is what i was hoping people would say because this is going on spotify so people will be able to listen to this so the thing with that is um you straight away then that's not even going by plato's information because you would have had to have passed the Her uh, pillars of hercules which in fact guess what Heraclean, to get to Heraclean, which I believe is Atlantis, you have to go through the Pillars of Hercules. Bearing in mind they weren't actually called Pillars of Hercules 9,000 years ago because Hercules didn't even come around until about 8,000 years later. But hey, the the actual um, the, the, the gap that would have had to have gone through, you still have to go through to get to Heraclean. So mine kind of matches that. So I'm just, you know, I'm not going to keep knocking people down, but where you say... Atlantis is Hyperborea, which is Britain. Um, I would be very interested to know what information you've got. Bearing in mind, I've just hopefully you've heard me giving out mine. Where you got your information from that would pertain to that? Because mine, I think I know it sounds big headed, but uh, you know everything that I've said is true. So, uh, which is a lot more than what other people have done. And it's not based on Plato's various different things. So I'd be interested to know where you got Britain from because it doesn't match Plato's, doesn't match the Emerald Tablets of Foth, doesn't match circular cities, doesn't match anything whatsoever. And then Mark Marks wrote, Hyper is Ireland and Borea is Britain. So that would mean Atlantis was split into two. And... As far as my research goes, I, I could never match England and Ireland. 
to anything from ancient texts, even from Edgar Casey or anyone. Um, so if I if you could give me information on how you got to that, I, I would really be grateful. Please, please, hopefully, still be here. Type in now where that information comes from. Otherwise, because what you've done, and, and don't hate me because this is how I work, where you've done Atlantis is what you should really say is I believe, as I have done with with my uh, theory on where Atlantis is. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's definitely it. I'm saying I believe it is. But you've made it sound like you believe uh, you, you it is uh, Britain and Ireland, which means you would have had some information from that. So if you could just type in where that is. Quantum Vision has wrote, I love this topic. Thanks for discussing. No problem at all. It's been a long time. I haven't, uh, I've been dying to, to get it out there. Simon's wrote, Atlanteans are migra migrated Lemurians. So the problem with that <clears throat> is there's no evidence of anyone, any race. Now, I know you could say, well, Plato, but bearing in mind, Plato, <laughs> Plato has told us two hours worth of stuff from 9,000 years ago that is not written down anywhere. So if I, uh, I don't know whether you've read, read Plato's stuff. If you have, it reads like a book. There's no way on this planet that someone would have been able to remember all of that for 9,000 years and pass it down generation after generation. It's never going to happen. Um, and the only other few people that do mention Lemurians are people that I believe have tried to scam people in some regard in terms of aliens uh, and that would be and I hate saying it because I do love her work on spirits and uh, regressions but not on alien type stuff and that would be Dolores Cannon now she went along with the narrative of Lemurians because it's an easy fit because she obviously hadn't done any research now there's no evidence of Lemurians but there is evidence of the Anunnaki. So that's why I can only go by the evidence. And if people don't like the evidence, then that's fine. And they want to just sort of believe a, an ancient story based off of an, a 9,000-year-old story or a woman that is fantastic at, and I've proved her wrong on my videos, where she, you can go and watch them, where when she talks about alien stuff, She's she's out of her league. She did she didn't ever research it. That's no problem. Spirits spot on. I, I you know I've used her research and everything. Great, but because I've caught her out and I could do it all. I could go through loads of her videos and and pick out errors. And and again, no one said to me I'm wrong when I'm picking out her errors because clearly I'm picking out her errors. I could do it all day long, but I I don't want to. I'm not trying to knock her. I'm just trying to say to people, look. You know, you have to be a bit logical. You just can't believe everyone. You have to do your own research, which is what I do. Uh, Danielle's wrote, maybe Atlantis was, uh, maybe Atlantis sunk when God flooded the world. Um, no, because, uh, well, I can only go by the ancient texts. So we've got the flooding of the the the, the world, which we know of, and it wasn't God, it was um, an ice shelf that broke off of An An Antarctica. Um, if, go go read the Lost Book of Enki if you're not sure. Um, and it was obviously the gods are Elohim, which is Anunnaki. So the flood came, and it wasn't till after that that they started to 
have um, cities and things like that. And bearing in mind the flood was about 10,000 years ago and the supposed Atlantis sinking was approximately 9,000 years ago. So there's a discrepancy there of a 1,000 years. Um, so no, I wouldn't have said it, it sunk like that. Now there were places that did get sunk um washed over and the, and the sea levels rose i do 100 percent agree with that but um if you go by the emerald tablets of thoth he was warned off before his city got attacked and so he left and in fact in the emerald tablets of thoth bear in mind the earliest translation was from um in latin from from the 12th century which is based off of older obviously thousands of years older text um then you kind of got to think okay especially when you read the emerald tablets of thoth they talk about things that you know it took me 40 years of research or not you know many years of research to, to come to agree with them very profound um writing in it you have to read it loads of times to sort of comprehend it but it's it's everything's there so when the emerald tablets of thoth say that he was warned warned off and he took his tech with him which is pretty much what it says if you read read it uh and he went to egypt now bearing in mind the other beautiful part of this is where everyone left atlantis if you believe that i'm right and it's heraclean they could walk down to cairo no problem at all they could walk down to giza because it's it was basically on the same landmass. whereas uh other places like antarctica they wouldn't the whole everyone would have needed a spaceship or or boats because it was a city it was populated uh so yeah um i wouldn't say it, atlantis was sunk when god flooded it uh 666 wrote outer of history and then sort of peace signs with some three eyes in the middle marcus mark sorry mark mac has wrote britain britain's hidden history ross on youtube that's where you got your information from, is it? Um, not knocking you, because obviously people listen to me. Um, but what what I was trying to do with the Tatarian video that I'd done the other day, where people say, there's evidence out there, there's evidence out there. And I did a video saying, okay, just show me the evidence. And do you know what I've got so far? People telling me to go and look at other people's. In other words, I would say to someone, British Museum, you know, go pick up this particular tablet, go translate it or... or listen to people that's translated it there's your evidence and that i was hoping someone would do that with the tataran empire but all i'm getting is people saying go look at thingy on youtube go look at thingy on youtube so in other words it's a series of theories tataran empire because otherwise someone would have said to me there is your evidence it's in the british museum or it's it's you know sticking up or whatever it is but of course it's not so it's a theory of evidence so it's the same as me with with atlantis obviously mine's um an educated i say educated not you know an educated guess on where it is um so you've given me a, a link here britain's hidden history ross on youtube when i asked for what evidence there is of so could you just give me one bit of evidence similar like I was asking for Tatarian, because otherwise people would just keep pointing me to all these other people that's got their theories. But, you know, where I've just pointed out everything about Atlantis, I've pointed out all the facts. The tablet that says Heraclean, 
was found, but they found other tablets, and they assumed, which is true, you can go and look it up, um, that that was the city, even though the they found another tablet um, somewhere else, and they just assumed that that would be called Heraclean, and therefore that's the name that they gave to it. Um, you know, the stone circle I'm pointing out is a fact. You know, the the temple on there that belongs to Thoth, which just so happens Thoth, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, he was at Atlantis at that point. So I can point to evidence. So if you ask me right now, I can point to just one bit of evidence quite easily. So I'm asking you, if you've watched that person, he must have one bit of evidence. Otherwise, it's just a guess. I don't mean to sound rude. It would just be a guess, an educated guess maybe. Good luck to him. But where I can point to various things, because I've done my homework, he must have done the same. And if he can point that Britain is what Atlantis is supposedly is, bearing in mind we're not sunk, um, <laughs> neither is Ireland as far as I'm aware, uh, so I would be very interested in that one bit of evidence because you must have one bit to be able to, to base a theory on. You must do. Um, and Whether it's right or wrong, the evidence, but you must have one bit. Uh, Mark Max wrote, you can read Egyptian language with Welsh language. So, okay, let me get this straight. So you're saying because... Um, hieroglyphs i'm guessing i'm guessing you're not talking about hieroglyphs now you're talking about more modern egyptian language is that what you're talking about which obviously is a, a totally different from the original language now bearing in mind the original language for when thoth was there wasn't actually always hieroglyphs it was also uh, straight lines um basically the same pretty much the same type of straight lines as Sumerian and not many people know that that they actually did concurrent um, hieroglyphs and the lines which is interesting because obviously if if Marduk was uh, knew the Sumerian language bearing in mind it's not Sumerian it's Anunnaki language then yes that would make sense uh, that he was doing writings in basically those stick formats which matched the Sumerian as opposed to hieroglyphs as well as down the line as well as hieroglyphs so um so when you say you can so so that's the evidence that modern egyptian language because clearly hieroglyphs i've studied hieroglyphs so i don't know if that person ross has or not but i have i can read some uh hieroglyphs as best as i can i can read them um <clears throat> and as far as i'm aware the welsh language with their very long words with double L's and all sorts of things, doesn't match the hieroglyphs. So it's going to be a modern language that you're talking about, in which case um, modern languages are um, different to 9,000 years ago, which is what we're talking about. So if you're now trying to say that more modern Egyptian language equals 9,000 years ago, and therefore England is... So why even Egypt? What what's that got to do with Atlantis? If you're saying England was Atlantis, then you're what you're really saying then is that England was um, attached somehow to Egypt, and if that's attached to Egypt, therefore it doesn't equate to England being Atlantis still. 
because Plato doesn't actually say Egypt. However, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth do talk about Thoth, Thoth leaving Atlantis and walking, or not walking, but taking his equipment to <coughs> um, to Kem, which is basically the rest of Egypt, because there's an upper and a lower part of Egypt. Uh, <laughs> technically, at that point, there wasn't. Um, that came on a bit later with Osiris and stuff, but yeah, so I can't really see, I mean, if again, if you could try and give me something more than just an Egyptian language and Welsh language, um, matching, um, I'm struggling on that one. Lewis just wrote, hello everyone. That's brilliant. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. I don't know how much you've heard of what I was saying. Uh, So forgive me for those that's probably joined and have no idea what I was talking about earlier about where I believe, I always use the word I believe. I have to be careful because I don't want people coming back like I would and say, you said, uh, 666 wrote, I love your uh, transliterations. Uh, Thank you. Um, uh, Yeah, um, I'm guessing that's where I, um, to be honest, I'm not sure what that word means. I've heard it, but the actual correct definition of transliterations, I would need to ask Google. Hey, Google. What does transliterations mean? According to Wikipedia, transliteration is a type of conversion of a text from one script to another that involves swapping letters in predictable ways, such as Greek alpha, right-pointing arrow A, Cyrillic D, right-pointing arrow D. Okay, Google, stop. Right-pointing arrow, the digraph CH. Okay, Google, stop. Um, Not sure if that's the correct word I probably would have used for what I do, but um, thank you very much. Um, Lewis has wrote, what was the height of the children the Anunnaki fathered? Good question. Um, so we've got, obviously you're referring to the ones that they had with the human children, uh, human people, not their own offspring. Otherwise their own offspring would be probably the same height as them when they grew to full adulthood. Uh, so the ones that they had with us humans, there's no definitive size um so for example adipa fitted in the chair the middle chair of their craft when they took him back to nibiru or when they took him for for the first time to nibiru so he fit fitted in that chair now i'm guessing the other anunnaki uh, the two of them that went were still between eight and twelve foot tall so if he fitted in that chair chances are he would have probably been six foot plus i would have said otherwise he would have been a lot smaller and i don't know i can't help but feel he he certainly wasn't bigger because he wouldn't have been able to fit in the chair so um now they obviously as you know they they did have some children that ended up being absolute giants taller than 12 foot but that the normal offspring size, there's no definitive um, height. I, I probably would say eight foot. And the reason why I say eight foot is because with the skeleton, the majority of the skeletons that were found uh, that the Smithsonian had been donated to, even after the 1900s when they had that court case, but even after that, people still donated skeletons and the skeletons were eight foot tall um now bearing in mind the anunnaki there was only a handful in the big scheme of things of 
Anunnaki here and they took about 3,000 years to have a child <laughs> compared to us who was knocking them out you know, every nine months, uh, we peripherated, perifer however you pronounce that, a lot quicker than they did. And they were only here, um, sorry, th there was only uh, 900 of them when they first, very first got here. So, you know, let's even say 2,000 of them compared to the amount that they were breeding with and having babies every nine months. Whereas if they bred with themselves, you're looking at 3,000 years before, so 3,000 years pregnancy, which is a long, long time on our planet. Of course, to them, it's nine months approximately uh, on their own planet. But of course, to us, it's not. Um, so, yeah, so I would say eight foot is would be the general height of the demigods. Um, you know, working out everything, you know, listening to the stories of all the demigods from Greece and from, I mean, technically every, every offspring is classed as a demigod. I mean, you could say, well, it's only the 12, but if, if you use the word Elohim as God, then they're all demi Elohims. Um, but yeah, basically eight foot is, is what I would say us humans were. And then obviously when we bred with ourselves again, you know, all the, all the demigods bred with the, other humans that were here then we probably got smaller and smaller but bearing in mind the, the the humans here already they didn't say the size of them but i'm guessing they weren't giants so i'm guessing they would have probably been not much bigger than the neanderthal in the first place so five to six foot themselves uh once wasn't as atlantis is really exclamation exclamation mark bogner regis um, I, uh, I would say that it's old enough to be Atlantis because of, uh, when you go there, it looks like it's ancient, uh, 666 is wrote Isis. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I got there in the end. Um, uh, Octasis is wrote is Atlantic. I'm guessing that's Atlantis real. Uh, I, I believe there was a place. Yeah. I mean, Everything being said and done, I think that, that Heraclean is the place that was mislabeled because they assumed, because they found one tablet. They found loads of tablets with different names, but the other names they couldn't attribute to anything, uh, meant nothing to them. Bear in mind that they were probably 9,000 years old, so they they had no idea what these tablets were talking about. But the one name that they did translate they found they'd already found a tablet somewhere else in Egypt that mentioned the same name, and they goes, "Aha, this is the city of Heraclean," and they assumed uh, they can't say for a fact that it's that. So um, that's why I think there's lots of reasons. Six 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 has wrote thirteen pieces again. What did I say about thirteen? Uh, sorry, I can't remember what I was talking about there. Darnell has wrote Aya Sahara. See, this is the beautiful part of doing this. This is why I want to do the live, so I can sort of debunk things. So the Aya Sahara, first of all, it's not sunk. Second of all, the Anunnaki weren't there. Third of all, there is zero evidence of any materialistic, whereas the the Heraclean has got materialistic. It's even got, it's even got a city built with a circular with lakes in between, just like 
Plato described. So um, the Eye of the Sahara, literally for anyone that's interested, literally is just a <laughs> a very crude circle with another circle in between and then possibly a third one. And now elephants, this is this is their, their argument. This is their argument. So bearing in mind, there's no structures there. This is supposed to be a city, right? So their argument is, well, it was flooded over with mud. But they could find bones of elephants. Not modern ones, buried ones. So they say, aha, elephants. Plato said there was elephants in that area. And that's it. That That's the extent of it. So then I say, well, hang on a minute. If they found bones of, of elephants, surely they'd be able to find a wall, a person, a house, um, you know, any infrastructure for a city that is advanced. But all they find is an elephant bone. Bearing in mind, Africa, shh, I'm give you a spoiler here. Africa does have African elephants in it. <laughs> hmm. So, <laughs> so that's why you can't go by Plato, because also the Rickat structure, which is the Eye of Sahara, if you're going to pick from Plato's, is not 150 miles from Athens. It's 12,000 miles from Athens. So you can clearly see people have cherry-picked what they want to believe out of Plato's and try to make it fit. Whereas I didn't do that. If you watch my video and you, or you just listen to me, I can't do that. I, I'm not stupid enough and I don't mean to sound rude, but I can't just pick cherry pick stuff and make it fit. I don't do that. Uh, Ian Lamont has wrote, thanks for sharing the real truth. Very interesting. Thank you very much. Uh, Susie's joined and wrote, sup homies. Uh, sup. Um, 666's put some magical <laughs> hieroglyphic type things uh glyphs and wrote you are a you are the dude ah oh, thank you um uh um sorry 666 has wrote to me didn't you use this handle with the, all those funky um lettering at some point i haven't no, I didn't know how you can even get those on, on this. Uh, 666 wrote, chat is backlogged. How far? I don't know. Someone, If someone puts uh, the time check. In fact, Jane underneath, well done, Jane, has put time check 614. So I'm about 15 minutes behind. But there's only 15 questions, it says, or 15 new messages. So I should be able to get to those. And my boy's heard me talking, and he's coming out now to try and grab something. You can have um, in that fridge... In that fridge. Yeah, there's a drink that I've. You can have only a small cup. This one. Yeah, the one that's open. Just a small cup. You don't take the whole drink. Um, sorry. Uh, just scrolling down. Jimmy's wrote maybe South America. Was this Yeah, that's fine. Clark. Maybe South America, where many cities are. Sp spelled closely to Atlantis or Antarctica area. Well, actually, Atlantis, the original Atlantis word, wasn't anything close to Atlantis. Um, but when you look it up, you'll find that people will say... I can't pronounce... Sorry. Clark, well, I'm, I'm const 
concentrating very hardly here. Well done. Okay, put that back in the fridge then. My best, my, my best friend? No, I'm not your best friend. I'm your best daddy. Daddy? Yeah. yeah. And remember, you have oh. to remember you have to call me God sometimes, oh. okay? I hit that in the fridge, yeah. Oh, he never listens to me when I tell him to call me God. Okay, I'll see you later. Good yeah. boy. Love you. Oh, I love you too. Um, sorry, yeah, so Atlantis wasn't actually anything close to the word, but down the line, people have... Um, and when I say down the line, I'm talking about still in ancient times, they changed the word to um, something similar to Atlantic uh, Atlantis. It was at... I can't remember. Again, I can't pronounce it. You, you know, if you've watched my videos, you know I can't pronounce half, half the things I say. But it, the very, very original... I, I mean, again, bearing in mind I've, these researches I was doing for my own research... I will probably find that original word again and I'll point to exactly where it is, but I didn't know anyone was ever going to listen to me um, for 39 years of research until a year or so ago when I started doing TikTok. So forgive me if I haven't got the exact... So no, I don't think it would be South America. And also, again, if you go by where the people that created the Ring Cities were, we know they were the Anunnaki. There's, there's evidence of that in every area that they were in. So we know the Anunnaki did the, the, the ring cities. So then we have to say, at 9,000 years ago, where were all the Anunnaki? Was there one lot not in that area? And the only only one that's not accounted for would have been, drumroll, Thoth. Turns out the Heraclean that is sunk, the city that I believe is Atlantis, actually has his temple there. We didn't know where it was. We recent. It was only recently that they'd found his temple. So, as with you know, all the other, dare I say, it, gods, Elohim's, they do have their temple. So he had one, but it was sunk, and that makes sense. Now that he has got a newer one, that was knocked up just over a thousand years ago, I think, um, if memory serves me. Um, which is fine. But it's not his proper one that was originally created 9,000 years ago, which we've now got, we found. So you putting all of that together, it does kind of make sense that Heraclean is Atlantis, in my opinion. Jimmy's wrote, could Antarctica have been frozen over quickly to hide the remaining civilization? Um, I mean, Atlant Antarctica is a continent that at some point got uh, ice or snow and then it turned into ice so how quick that happened i can't tell you could it have been in within four hundred and fifty thousand years there is a possibility of that and i say that because obviously there are some maps that that map the coastline of antarctica so when the ice goes over it it extends further than the actual coastline but now where the coastline's melting, in other words, the ice is melting, we can actually now see where the coastline is, and some of that matches maps. So could Antarctica have been frozen quite quickly within you know, the space of 450,000 years? I say 450,000, but um, we know when it was frozen, because the Anunnaki talk about Antarctica, the ice shelf or ice sheet breaking... 10,000 years ago, which caused the tsunami, which caused the flood. So we know that there was ice back then. Now, 
also throughout the 450,000 years that the Anunnaki were here, they kept writing down that there was these humongously cold spells. Uh, so could that have been the period that it was iced over? Um, or did it get colder and therefore the the edge of it was mapped out, but it just got colder and therefore more snow, more ice? Um, hard to say, but I do think... I don't think... That, I don't think there was a civilization per se on Antarctica. Not there may have been, may have been, but it's until we got definite proof. I can't say for sure there was um, anyone there because it would have had to have been. Uh, it would have had to have been prior to ten thousand years ago. So bear in mind, it was only nine thousand years ago that the Anunnaki agreed to teach humans and let humans inherit the earth so prior to that there was a civilization on antarctica it would have been the anunnaki unless there was one further back before the anunnaki came here but if it was the anunnaki bear in mind that there was only let's we're, we're throwing out a figure here of 2000 anunnaki bear in mind there was only 900 when they first got it but let's just say 2000 were here approximately a hundred thousand years ago in all i'm giving the time frame because obviously that's when humans uh that's when the anarchy bred with humans to create adam and eve or have offspring called adam and eve etc uh so they would have had to have been taught how to build etc so by the time they got taught bearing in mind cain abel and seth were there for 900 years and there weren't that many so, so you're looking at um, probably 90,000 years ago to 10,000, so you got 80,000 years that the Anunnaki were still trying to mine for gold. So for some of them to move off there and go to Antarctica, unless there was gold there, which there's no evidence there is, unless there was gold there, that would have been a waste of their resources, in my opinion, Baron. As I say, there's only 2,000 approximately Anunnaki here at that point. So I can't see it being the Anunnaki, but that's not to say there wasn't an advanced race prior that that happened to be there and then just get wiped out. It's hard to say. Little Emma's wrote, uh, I'm still waiting for evidence too, not pics off the internet. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that is to do with Tataria um, because I said earlier that I was waiting for people to give me at least just one bit of evidence for Tataria and no one's done it and all I get is people pointing to other people <laughs> so yeah uh, Dipper Dahel has wrote hello my brother long time um, forgive me I can't remember your, your names um, sorry uh, but hey good to see you again don't hate me for forgetting uh, 666 has wrote you are very welcome ah oh, bless you 666 wrote 40 weeks in 10 months always annoyed me that pregnancy is classed as nine months. Laugh out loud. Forty weeks is ten months. Always annoyed me. The pregnancy is classed. Yeah, I know. They they taught us that at school, so it's sort of stuck, hasn't it? <laughs> um, Fakers joining. Wrote was speaking to someone yesterday about them coming and talking with you. They said he's done two vid on, on Atlantis and hasn't told us where it is. People just don't want to wait. 
Uh, yeah, I, I've had a couple of people saying, like, obviously, you know, if, if you was me and you spent 40 years and you feel you have got the only definitive answer to something and the only people that are listening are people on TikTok because the ones on uh, BitChute where I put my videos up, they are just absolutely, they'll just click negative, you know, before they've even watched the video. So they're, they're a nasty bunch. But... um so the only people I can share my enthusiasm with is the TikTok people. And if I just suddenly put the video out without building up what in the film industry is a, a trailer or a teaser trailer, um, then it would have came and went. Um, so by building it up and hoping that you know followers see the previous videos saying I'm going to be telling you about it, I was hoping to get um, enough people to watch it to feel like that it was worth my while for 40 years that finally I found people that was interested. So it was just me doing it for my own benefit. But I have put the video out now, Fake. It's out there. Um, and I did block the comments on it and I because some of the stuff, you know, I, it's only a four-minute video. I have put a longer one on YouTube uh, where people can comment. And I have put, I've put the longer one on BitChute, wait for it, and someone already literally within three minutes bearing in mind the video is four minutes has wrote wrong and i wrote back saying no problem at all if you can tell me why i'm wrong you know i won't get that it's the same as all my other videos where i ask people things they, they never come back to me because they haven't it, you know to me they haven't done any research so they just sort of shout wrong because they want to believe another tiktoker or another youtuber because they like the look or the sound of the jib or whatever um, so yeah, I apologise that it took so long to get it out, but I wanted to build up hype, if, if that's okay. Um, just scrolling down. Six 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 is beautiful family. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. You talk exactly like he did. Still, thank you. You are cool too. I've obviously missed something there. Uh, um. No worries. Uh, e. Lamont is right. First time I've listened to you live. Keep up the good work you you researched. Oh, thank you. Um, that's nice. That's that's the comments that keep me going. That's why I'm here now. I've just finished watching She-Hulk and I needed to get that out of my head. So I thought I'd do a live. Uh, Octiz has wrote, do you believe in other aliens? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you break down the first recorded incident with a grey which was Betty and Barney Hill when you break down their the fact that they did have radiation poisoning which is I think partly why they died which is quite sad um, their clothes had a material on it that's not of this earth uh, that they had reoccurring nightmare type dreams they had hypno regression and that brought up the fact that little greys had taken them, put them on. They separated uh, Barney. Bearing in mind, I'm just pointing this out as a thing. He was black and she was white. Not that that had anything to do with it, but I'm just pointing out who they were so it helps you might remember who they are. Uh, they were separated. She was in one room, he was in another. They were doing something to her navel, trying to pierce it. And she said, that hurts. Um, and they stopped which she said she was grateful for. Now, if that was the Orion Greys, 
they wouldn't have allowed her to be conscious. She would have been out. So we know, or I know, that that was the zeta reticulize. Um, anyway, so just from that alone. And then uh, she asked them where they're from, and they had a holographic three-dimensional map of the stars in front of her, which under hypnosis she drew. Now, no one could figure out where that star system was back in the 60s when they were abducted. Now, obviously, she described the greys, and this was the first record of the greys. Obviously, since then, people from all around the world just so happen to have seen the same type of greys. Now, either... I mean, bearing... I keep saying bearing in mind, sorry. Um, but also, the, the, the two types of greys, the even ones and even twos, which is what the military originally called them they look fairly similar so it's easy for people to get mistaken on which gray it was but obviously clearly the zetas are the good ones which we know are good since then we've worked out that they're the good ones which is why they would have stopped hurting uh, betty but the 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 map that she drew no one could figure it out until one day a school teacher was looking at it uh, someone had printed it in a book. A uh, school teacher was looking at it, and this was more modern times, I think, mm, 90s, very early 90s, I think it was. And the the data for star systems by then had increased because of the you know uh, telescopes that we've had. So she started to look again at the later star systems that we had and matched it with a place called Zeta Reticuli, which just so happens to be where everyone now agrees they come from. So it's not just from that teacher that, that studied the star map. Um, military whistleblowers have also said they come from. So the diagram that she drew under hypnosis appears to be correct so if when you say do i believe in other aliens when you've got all of that just from one person alone uh then yeah it's too much of a coincidence uh elaine wrote i didn't stay last night did you reveal where atlantis is no i've done it today hopefully you've heard me if not i will there's only seven messages left so just say you would like me to explain it again and i will be more than happy to i have put the video out now but i have um gone through it here on here uh darnell's wrote what was the anunnaki's fascination with gold they were using it as currency architecture or tech so the original tablets say that their atmosphere so, so the, there's a bit of a backstory we actually have a full backstory of the anunnaki on their home planet but i'll just cut to the more modern the times they have volcanoes on their planet which the I'm guessing, and so is Sitchin, and so is other researchers, that the volcanoes, um, plumes, however you want to describe it, kept in the heat and kept out the cold. Sort of a greenhouse effect. But the volcanoes were dying. You know, they weren't uh, producing whatever they were needed to produce anymore. So, therefore, the atmosphere in or on Nibiru, the planet, was what they called dwindling. That was the translation from most people that's translated those particular tablets. So the atmosphere was dwindling. They come up with two suggestions on how to fix it. One is restart the volcanoes. 
which they tried. They used rockets or they didn't didn't say whether they were nuclear rockets, but they obviously were explosive rockets to try and restart the volcanoes. That failed. The second option they come up with was to sprinkle particles of gold in the atmosphere, which sounds crazy until you realise Bill Gates and other scientists want to do the same here on Earth. Bill Gates wanted to use chalk at one point. I think he's changed it now to some other substance. But uh, So you can actually look that up. So it doesn't sound so crazy when, so- when someone here on Earth says we can sprinkle stuff in the atmosphere to help protect it. But when we talk about an alien race saying that they want to sprinkle gold in their atmosphere, it sounds fanatical. But that's what they've done. So they, the first trip that they've done, this is why I don't think, when I listen to some of these other researchers on TikTok, and I, I use the word loosely researchers, that have a hell of a lot more followers than me, which is really sad, but they do show themselves and they are quite good looking, man and female. Not that I'm into the males, but I'm saying they're, you know, their appearance looks nice, etc. And when they come out with uh, that the Anunnaki were working with the Palladians back then, I I struggled to find that because the texts say that the, the furthest they ever went was the asteroid belt. Now, the Palladian star system is, is a whole <laughs> long, long way away. So unless the Palladians came to their planet, in which case they probably would have had far more greater tech than the Anunnaki. So if they were being visited by the Palladians, then the Palladians probably, I would have thought, would have asked for help from a race that could get to their star system, whereas the Anunnaki took however long, a very long time, to get to Earth from Nibiru, even though it's in the same our same solar system. So to go to another solar system, they, the Anunnaki probably wouldn't have done it which means the Palladians would have had to have gone there, which there's no evidence of that, which is why I say those so-called researchers that point out things um, don't always follow by the book and just come out with stuff, in my opinion. Anyway, the Anunnaki went to the mine the asteroid belts. They lost two ships, and then... Uh, there was a, a challenge for the leadership, long story short. The guy that lost, who was actually the leader at that point, the king, they had kingships back then, uh, that he came to Earth because he, as it says in the in the backstory on the tablets, that he, as a student growing up on Nibiru, he would study planets, etc. And they worked out that the asteroid belt had gold on it, as well as Earth, because apparently according to the tablet in the British Museum called the Umrilish, the planet called Tiamat that was in our solar system got smashed by four of the moons from Nibiru when it very first came in, and it created Earth, the moon, and the asteroid belt. So when he left Nibiru, technically fearing for his life, because he'd lost that challenge, it was a wrestling challenge, which is where we get all the wrestling from, from the Greeks, etc. But anyway, he uh, came to Earth with scanners, etc. Long journey, got here, found gold, found that the atmosphere was acceptable, found the fruit was a bit sweet, but still edible, uh, tested the water. So they obviously were more advanced than we are now, because we're forgetting the... 
mainstream tech, they're, they're more advanced. So I have always said they're about 300 years more advanced than we are now. Uh, and so the other Anunnaki got, they got, he communicated with the Anunnaki back on, well, the Elohim back on their planet. And they decided, first they didn't believe him, then they decided uh, to build particular types of ships to come to Earth with enough um, thrust, etc., to be able to take, they used water-powered rockets or ships, enough thrust to be able to take back um, the gold that they were the, that they were getting. So that's what the gold was for. And they did succeed in the end, long story short. Daniel Darnell's wrote, what was, oh, sorry, uh, Justin's wrote to someone. Optiz has wrote, I'm new here, but I have autism and I love you do both sides of everything. I love it. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, uh, thank you. That's, you're the first person to go to the top of the class for that. You're the first person that's actually said that. Um, you can probably guess my boy's got uh, some issues. Um, he's not... He's not on the autistic spectrum, but that's because I think it was when he was born, they pierced his skull, blood came out, and even to this day, uh, hair don't grow there. And then I googled when internet finally came about, and it turns out, yes, other children around the world with these particular type of forceps do have brain damage. So, so, um, uh, but yes, yeah, so, so not, I don't know why I even waffled on about that, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's nice that you appreciate the fact that I look at things from both sides because it's, I think, it, I, I don't, you know, look coming across other researchers, I, they seem to be, and again, not knocking people, it's just the way people are, but I, I can't do that. I have to look from both sides and argue with myself until I get the one answer that I can't argue back with. That's how I get to these conclusions. Ali Muhammad has wrote VYH equals. I'm not sure what that is. Sorry. You got me on V. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yorkshire's wrote, have you read the knowledge book? Got some good knowledge talking, taking away the pun. Uh, have you read the knowledge book? Not that I recall if that's the name of it. No. Elaine's wrote House Clark. He's fine now that he's he's already had dinner, little monkey, and he comes in and knows that I'm alive on alive and literally tries to raid as much as he can. It's because I can't really shout at him and say stop picking up the food. So uh, no, he's fine. No, he's he's uh, yeah. Just talking about the the thing with the hospital and everything. You know, obviously he's classed as disabled, etc. But. People say, you know, how's Clark? How's this? He he's actually more than fine. He has no, he knows no different. And my auntie actually had um, autism, she or Down syndrome, should I say, uh, from Scotland. And to her, she know no, knew no different. It's everyone else around the person that has the the harder job, if that makes sense. I know, obviously, there's some disabled people that's got it really bad, and I appreciate that. But I mean. In terms of Clark, um, he's he's just happy as can be. But it's the rest of us that have to deal with it. Deal with it, which is hard work. Uh, Elaine has wrote. I grew up with my nanny's son Roger, my best friend when I was younger. Ah, 
Um, oh, that's nice. Uh, was that? I'm guessing that was in Wales. Because such a, your accent's so strong that I would have thought you'd been there all your life. Uh, Jay Fiddle has wrote, please explain again, I just got here. Uh, also thoughts on Disney's cartoon Atlantis. Yeah, so obviously Disney's is a good, good point. Fair enough. Go to number two in the class for that. It's a good, good point. So Disney's Atlantis obviously was based, bearing in mind, I keep saying bearing in mind, sorry. Um, Disney's Adla uh, Aladdin was also fictitious in terms of picking what they wanted out of stories. The original Aladdin was a Chinese story. And there's no such place as Agrabah. So I think what they've done with... Barrett, uh, I'm trying to remember... Um, the You know, the Disney mermaid. Now, the original mermaid, Little Mermaid, was Hans Christian Andersen, if I remember. And I remember watching that when I was about eight on TV. And that was the only movie I've ever cried to at the end. Or towards the end when she couldn't talk to the guy. I was only eight. So that that hit me that did uh, anyway um damn that film so i think uh they've taken liberties uh with atlantis obviously you had michael j fox's voice on the cartoon version of it and they went down in the submarine and all that kind of stuff but no i think so just to go where i think for those of you that may have just joined again where i think atlantis is and when i say think it's educated guess it is a place called... WhatsApp. Sorry, beeping. There's a place called Heraclean. There's, technically, it's Heraclean Th 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 Thonis. But Thonis is the second part of what I would say Atlantis is. In other words, that's the second part that went into the sea, which is the, when they start bringing up more modern uh, artefacts. That's where they get it from, which lead me to believe that the the... Heraclean part is the older part, which is where they did find, you know, Thoth's temple. They actually found Thoth's temple, which would have been around 9,000 years ago if you go by the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. So either, either one of those alone on their own is interesting, but when both of them match, and the fact that Thoth was on there, it wasn't um, Mardark, it wasn't Enlil, it wasn't Enki, it was Thoth. So to have his temple in the same place as where he said he was Atlantis, or the translation ended up being called Atlantis, is is that not a smoking gun? Out of all the places, we've got temples for all of the other people. Uh, we've got Osiris's, we've got um, Sets, we've got Horus, we've got everyone else. But Thoth's was missing from that period, and now we found it. So that's one reason. Uh, second, second reason is it's actually a city. Third reason it's stone walled city with lakes going round in it, which is pretty much just a similar description to Plato. Third reason is we can't trust what Plato says because it's a two-hour read of his books, which is never going to happen from nine thousand years ago unless someone wrote it down, but there's no evidence that someone wrote it down, so we have to go by its verbal, passed down 9,000 years, given to a friend of a priest, given to a friend of um, Plato's, who then gave it to Plato, and then sat and wrote it all out, including smells, depths of lakes, and widths, and what kind of clothes people were wearing, and 
the sound, what the sound did sound like in different locations around Atlantis. No, that, that is a made-up story from a writer. Uh, but some of that may have been true, such as the three points that I point out. One is, um, watch my video and you'll see a bit more. It's, it's now up. But you, So I think there's enough evidence. And of course, um, Thoth and Plato both say that the people on Atlantis went to Egypt, which Heraclean is a place right near Alexandra, which is at the top, when I say top, kind of top of the whole of Egypt. Uh, not too far, walking distance again to Mesopotamia and walking distance to um, literally everywhere else in Egypt. So it kind of makes sense for me that that is the place. And uh, Elaine's right, explain please. So, yeah, there's many more reasons as well. Again, the Heraclean location that they found, they only based that on because they found loads of tablets, and the only one that they could match with anything was another tablet that uh, wasn't sunk. It was somewhere else in Egypt that had that same word on it. All the other tablets had no idea what it meant. The one that they did, and then that's why they called it Heraclean, which is really sad because they could have worked out that that was Atlantis earlier if they didn't give it a name. Once they gave it a name, people stopped looking at that as Atlantis, which is really stupid uh, when you work out that they just assumed it was called that because they'd found one tablet that matched another tablet somewhere else. Uh, um, and also the way it sank, if I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but it's the new newcomers that's listening. The way it sank was, according to mainstream, the ground literally turned to mud very instantaneously and sunk, which is fine. You could say that's a, a volcano or an earthquake, etc. However, 64 ships also sank at exactly the same time. And then you go to the um, ancient tablets where it talks about the pyramid, what they call the pyramid wars, where uh, Inanna went in a chariot which was a flying craft, we, we call it chariots, or it was translated as chariots, and destroyed cities trying to kill Marduk. And the Emerald Tablets of Thoth talk about Thoth being warned off of his city before it was attacked, and lo and behold, that would be that would explain why 64 ships sank at the same time, in my opinion. Um, and they've also, there's other things like... Um, Ra's, they found Ra's statue there, Armin Ra's statue, which normally, if that was, so they say that Heraclean actually went into the ocean, sunk um, three or four, I think three 3,000 years ago. So in other words, they're saying it wasn't 9,000 years ago because they have found in Thonus, they'd found more modern um, things that's sunk there. Now, if you listen to my theory that both of those, or the Thonos sank, might not even have been classed as Atlantis, but Thonos sank, and therefore they've attributed the whole area to that period in time where the last bit of, the latest bit of um, artefacts were found, and therefore 
they assumed that that's when it was, but I'm saying it was broke into two, which, you know, some researchers do agree that Th Thonos is separate from uh, Heraclean. And Heraclean's got the statue of Ra. Now, if you look down Egyptian history, you'll see people have got rid of Ra when, you know, I'm talking about going way down the dynasties. There's 32, technically 30 dynasties. And there's, you know, hundreds of um, pharaohs that came and went and gods and whatever else. Um, so in order for... If you remember your, your Akhenaten history and your Nefertiti history, they wanted to put Ra back in as the one true god, Elohim. Um, whereas after, prior to Akhenaten, so in in terms of dynasties, Akhenaten and that came down and Tutankhamun came more modern times, shall we say. But the older times, after Osiris, etc., there was loads of other... Um, pharaohs and gods that would have carved away and got rid of Ra's statues. And that's because Ra at that point, or Marduk, was being hunted again by Inanna and Nurta later on. So that's why. But anyway, and also he was off going, doing his battles or, or trying to get his people to do battles in Babylon, Babylon and stuff like that. But anyway, um, so for the statue of Ra to be the only one they could find instead of one of the other probably 100, uh, 100 different types of pharaohs they could have had on that Heraclean island that would have been, according to Main Street, only 3,000, 4,000 years ago, we would have had so many different people it could have been. But no, the only statue they found was Ra, which makes you think, makes me believe that it's Ra because it Ra was around, he was the main god 9,000 years ago when it sank, therefore no one else carved anything because it sunk, uh, which is why Horus's temple, uh, not Horus's, um, Thoth's temple was also there at that point instead of being you know, cut down and used by someone else, which does happen a lot in ancient Egypt. So, yeah, so those are some of my explanations. I will do a, probably a very long video one day on, on Patreon about all of the other things. There's a few other things that I'm forgetting to talk about at this point. Elaine's wrote, we should be breathing in chalk or gold. Uh, should we be breathing in? No, I, yeah, no, neither, neither really. Um, that's why it annoys me when people like uh, um, Bill Gates wants to do something. I, did, I didn't elect him to go and stick stuff up in our atmosphere. Justin Kraft wrote, but not too often for us you'll turn blue. Um, uh, and then Justin wrote, but if you don't mind turning bluish, you'll be fine. I think that was to do with the comment about breathing gold or chalk i might be wrong sorry if i've missed that out uh octiz has wrote thank you for your incredible i'm waiting for the next bit can't see anything um but i'll take that i'll take the thank you uh yogis wrote r.a libra r.a libra 
I'm not sure what that's referring to, whether it's a star sign. Are you asking me if I'm a star sign or are you saying is it in Libya? Uh, I'm not sure what is RA Libra, sorry. Yorkshire's wrote, here is a link and then a long link to the knowledge book. Oh, that's for someone else that was asking for it. Uh, Yorkshire UFO Hunters wrote, it, it's based on the universe. It's what the elites have been using, I believe. Uh, yeah, no, I've not read that. Okay, I will try and get my hands on that. Grams has wrote Ariel, which was the name of the daughter of Poseidon in the Atlantean stories, if I remember. Yorkshire has wrote, there is a PDF one that reads out as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, for, for those of you that like listening to, you know, read research and stuff, I... I swear email by it. message. There is an email a, message. Sorry. In a car on the way to work, I, I listen all the time to translations and things like that. It's, it's so much better than... Um, sorry, my battery just flashed up. So much better than listening to the radio and the bloody adverts. I can't handle that. Uh, Elaine's wrote, Roger Price, six years my senior. Still miss him. Down syndrome. Lived into his 60s. Ah... They've got, you know, I know it sounds really bad, doesn't it? Sort of stereotypically with those type of people, but they they have a heart of gold. They they see the world as it should be seen, really, in my opinion. I think we're the ones that's that's wrong, not them. I think they have you know, such good hearts. Um, Yorkshire's wrote the knowledge book Vidya, Blurent Kurnuk. Oh, you're trying to make me pronounce words I can't pronounce. Um, hopefully everyone's read what the Yorkshire's wrote because I can't. Um, yeah, I'm not great at that. Winnie's joined. Hi, Winnie. Hope everything is okay with you. Um, hope it's all going good now. Um, it's the others, isn't it? It's everyone else. It's not us. Uh, Sheffy has wrote, Hello, 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 buddy. Hello there. How are you doing? Um, thank you for joining. Uh, Sheffy's wrote Down syndrome have long been viewed as earth angels yeah they're, they're sweet they're, obviously my boy has been to school with many of them and uh, yeah there's a, there's a, they're just so innocent and it's it's lovely um, anyone watch that program um, uh, Undateables I don't think it's on anymore. It might be. I don't watch normal TV, but it used to be on. And there was a, a, a Down syndrome couple, two people, male and female, and they were both going on a date. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's just so incredibly sweet. Uh, Steffi has wrote, Steffi, not Sheffy. Did I say Sheffy? Sorry. Forgive me. Um, I have, I have issues reading things. Uh, Winnie's wrote to Peach. Uh, so and then Steffi's wrote, "I loved Undateables." I, I might apply. Oh, bless you! Let me have a look at your picture. <laughs> see whether you're undateable. No, from what I can see, it's only a small picture. I, I think you'd uh, they'd probably not accept you, Steffi. They'll probably say, "No, you're not undateable." Um, however, She-Hulk is undateable. <laughs> Although I just watched the last episode or the latest episode and turns out she's very much dateable and, and in fact in the actual episode she gets called a naughty bad word for 
for being promiscuous, if that's the right way of being polite. Elaine has wrote, Roger saw things as they were and spoke his truth. Roger had a girlfriend, two-timer. Wow. Um, Roger sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a dude. Um, yeah, they do. They do see see the world, you know, as it as it as it should be seen, really, instead of all this hatred that we've got and jealousy. And uh, Justin's wrote, "Odd date, she helped. Not gonna lie." <laughs> okay, what the question is? What about uh, the actual main character before she becomes She Hulk? I personally, I know it sounds really creepy, but personally, I prefer women with straight hair. Um, so when she's not She-Hulk, she's got this sort of curlyish hair and doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. Steffi's wrote, thanks you. I'm sorry I didn't mean to pop off at you calling me a sh- chefy. It was, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. If you go back and listen to any of my lives, you'll see that I, and do you know how many times it takes me just to do one little one minute video? <laughs> a long time. It takes about 10 tries sometimes to just to do one little one minute video crazy uh and then justin's wrote i'd date her when she's not she hulk i love the curls oh well, there she goes so she's uh sorted then steffi's wrote we are both dyslexic i think i am um i'm guessing you've probably done a test for yourself to say that um i I mean, all the people on here will probably say I am as well, just by listening to me reading. Um, but I've never officially done a test for that, but I, I've sort of done a makeshift test type thing, and I think it is the case. Um, well, I've caught up. That's unusual for me, because it's obviously a particular subject, which was Atlantis. So I actually only came on deliberately to do one so that I could put this on Spotify for those that people that do listen to my lives, you know, driving or whatever they're doing um so i think that's probably good for me today because all i want to do is just get that out there for them steffi's wrote yes i did get extra time in my exams but stubbornly never used the extra time question is then did you get the grades that you was after because if you didn't you'd probably be kicking yourself now saying the technically though again this is my brain working technically um if you didn't know the answers extra time probably wouldn't help it would just prolong the agony i would have thought uh dippers wrote now you up to date anything new on bigfoot uh i haven't i haven't been researching bigfoot recently i obviously i do come across videos and stuff but um i haven't been consciously cuz i'm working on a film as well uh we have to try and now get it what they call packaged which is a, a lot of work so i'm working on that at the same time as doing other things so i haven't and i wanted to do the tiktok video for atlantis so i kind of haven't been looking at other things really so no i haven't got any news on bigfoot but once i get back round to bigfoot you can guarantee there'll be stuff that hopefully uh, you wouldn't have heard of when I do start researching because when I research, I research hard. I don't, you know, it's not just a skim. I, you must know me by now if you've listened to me. Um, you know, I, I 
collate the information in my head. I do now. I'd actually put stuff on paper because of people like you that. But before I didn't ever collate it on paper because it was just my own information. So yeah, I, I research hard. So when I go into Bigfoot, it will be hard. In fact, also today I was doing segment eight of the everything you need to know about spirits videos. They're on my Patreon page. Um, segment eight is actually about near death experiences, which uh, is absolutely fascinating. Believe it or not, no one really asked me many questions on near death experiences, but uh, so but I'm still putting that in on the everything to do with spirits because my belief is that, and if you watch the video, you'll see that it also has to do with the pineal gland. Believe it or not, near death experiences has to do with pineal gland. What is the odds of that? If you've listened to me before or done your own research, you'll come to the conclusion that the pineal gland is where the light energy being joins with. So when you die, that pineal gland plays a part in the having the near-death experience, which is where you leave your body. Not all the time. Some people don't actually leave their body, but they, they seem to be sort of just conscious or or feel feel that they've left their body there's watch my latest video when it when it's up um i go through it more precisely than i'm trying to do here but it's yes yeah, so the pineal gland yeah when you break everything down i think you know that pineal gland with the fact that it's got uh, a receptor on there with with particular type of crystals that you could actually literally make a transistor radio out of uh, so when people die, they, the spirit, I believe, leaves the body thinking that you're dead, and floats up, and you know it's about to go off, and then um, the research actually the Virginia University of Virginia, which I've mentioned before for past life regressions, obviously their next train of thought was looking to past life uh sorry near-death experiences which they have so they've got lots of papers on that if anyone's interested um but near-death experiences is you know there's uh 17 percent of people that die that get resuscitated 17 percent say they had a near-death experience in other words they uh left their body or could hear the doctor's uh, or see the doctors actually performing operations or trying to resuscitate the person or their spirit well I say spirit their light energy being that left their body goes off down the halls can actually hear people talking in waiting rooms you know way down the other end of the hospital and then when they come back to life uh, they recount this information and then the doctors have gone down to the end of the hallway and said were you guys chatting? And what were you chatting about, if you don't mind me asking? And they say, oh, we was talking about X, Y, Z. Turns out that's exactly what the person half a, you know, half a mile down in a different ward had actually heard them talking about. So uh, there's, you know, there's evidence enough when you break that down for uh, near-death experiences to be a real thing, in my opinion. But watch the video if you're interested. I know it's on Patreon, but it's... Uh, so there's going to be... Segment 8 is going to be the science of where I talk about when near-death experience was first recorded, who 
you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I, the second segment, which will be next week, which is segment nine, will be case studies of people. So, for example, hospitals have put writing above lights. I don't know if you know this. Some hospitals that have uh, cardiac, you know, where they expect people to die, not just random rooms, they put words above the light so that when uh, someone dies and they float above the light, they will actually see the words on the light. And many people have died and come back in that same room. Sorry if I'm boring you. And then when asked, did you see the light? They said, no, I wasn't particularly looking. And even if I did, I probably wouldn't have memorised everything that I'm looking at. Because when you start seeing your body, you know, you going up away from your body, the last thing you're doing is looking at words and thinking, you know, I must remember what that says if I come back to life. That's not so. Unfortunately, they've not had anyone say the words that they've wrote on the light. But I, there's no way I would probably be looking at that light, thinking, you know what, I'll I'll remember that just in case I come back to life. But there is, I think, there's evidence uh, for it. But yeah, so watch my videos, and I'll be doing the case studies. And the case studies. I find so fascinating on the near-death experiences where people say that they, even blind people, even blind people have had out-of-body experiences where they could actually see things, not only in vivid colour, colours that, you know, even from uh, abled-eyed people, people that could see, have described colours that they, they can't describe in our terms because the, the colours don't even exist. But... Uh, blind people have seen things, uh, doctors and whatever else, where they shouldn't have been able to see because they're blind. So they could actually describe um, things when they re-wake up, still blind. And of course then you've got the other stories of near-death experiences where they another soul, another spirit, one leaves, but a different one gets put back in the body and that's when that person can talk a different language, play a piano, um, draw that, like you know where they couldn't do before. Have certain cravings, speak different languages, all sorts of um, funky things when they get a different spirit joined back with them. Yorkshire's wrote what a conventional computer would take thirty-three trillion years. Um, not sure what that was referring to. Sorry, I'm I'm just trying to go back to see. Sorry, I'm struggling to find what that was. Sorry. Peaches wrote, how much gold did they take home? Million dollar question, isn't it? Or billion dollar, trillion dollar question. Um, so they were working in the mines in South Africa. Now, we do know that mines in South Africa now still have gold. So they clearly didn't take all the gold absolutely everywhere from South Africa because otherwise we would not have gold there now. And they were mining. Now, there was only uh, 300 Anunnaki in South Africa, so only 300 were mining. Excuse me, just about a yawn. <sighs> Turns out, using your brain makes you tired. No wonder why I was never tired at school. Um, bad joke. Um, so, the, so, 300 over... Uh, so, not, in, not counting the humans... So 300 over 400, 400, 
45,000 to... So 150,000 of our years, 300 were mining. Now, depends on what kind of tech they had. Obviously, they... I keep saying obviously. Sorry, I keep repeating bloody words. Sorry, I hate, I hate myself for doing that. The... The actual texts talk about them talking about the word toil and backbreaking. From that, I would would ascertain that they didn't have this magical technology that would just cut through, you know, rock without hard work. So I don't think they got that much. Now, when the humans came, obviously the workforce then grew exponentially. Because obviously they were breeding with the other people. Sorry, I said obviously again. They were breeding with themselves and exponentially had more and more kids, which would then end up working in the mines. And then after that, so that was for another uh, uh, 200,000 years doing that. So uh, probably a lot of gold. And then after that, if you, if you think that their planet is at least four times the size of Earth, how much gold do they actually need? Do they need for one patch of the planet, or did they need it for the whole planet? And then after the flood, when one of the mountains had broken into two, they started to mine that because it was a different type of gold which didn't need half the work done to it that they were doing before. And they took extra. So I don't know. A, a huge amount of gold I would have thought eventually over that period of time. But maybe not. Um, now the chariots that they used uh, carried 50 people. 50 Anunnaki's at, let's say they were all 12 foot tall. Now, I don't know how much compartment they've got behind them, but at least we can work out how many seats they would have needed in rows of three, because if, if we go by the description of Adapa going back, the front row was three seats. If we assume that there were three seats going back, three times 50, but bearing in mind the Anunnaki were 12 foot tall, so the leg room would have been double us. So, yeah, so a fair amount, but not absolutely humongous amount, I would have said. Sorry, I know I fought on there, didn't I? Steffi's wrote, I did, and I was on acid for the English literature and language. And that was when I said, uh, did you get the grades you was after? And I think Steffi's wrote, I did. Brilliant. Um, and hopefully that's helped you later on in life. Uh, I didn't do any exams. I left before because I wouldn't have. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you see my handwriting and my spelling and the fact I couldn't read or write, I wouldn't have. I would have got Zs or whatever the lowest would have been back then. Dippers wrote, that's cool, okay. Winnie's wrote, YouTube video is awesome. Best city for Anunnaki. YouTube video is awesome. My YouTube video or a YouTube video? I'm hoping that's the uh, Atlantis one that I'd put up. Yorkshire UFOs hunters wrote. They say we. They say we half gram or five grams like when, when the no yeah they do say that however, however, they're wrong. 
we do lose weight, but what actually happens as soon as you die, air expels from your body. Now you could say, well, that's not half a gram, but when you realize it's more than likely compressed air, and you say, well, compressed air don't weigh anything, you try picking up a, a gas cylinder, even even with helium, which is lighter than air, they're freaking heavy. And then when they're empty, they're not so heavy. So actually air does weigh something. So when people die and air expels out of all their orifices, and this is sadly true, then they will lose some grams of weight. That's a fact. So unfortunately, the people that come out with a claim that the soul leaves the body, therefore the weight drops and that's correct. They're not correct because we lose weight because of the, the gas that expels from our body as as everything collapses. Steffi's wrote, that's fascinating. Uh, Winnie's wrote, pineal gland isn't, sorry, pineal gland ain't blind. No, I was talking about, sorry, I was maybe I said it wrong. I was talking about blind people having uh, near-death experiences and then can actually see things outside of their body where they could never see before, obviously, because A, they were blind, and B, they never left their body normally. So they could actually describe things that they saw for the first time because they were blind and some of them were blind from birth. So, um, Sorry, yeah, so that's what I was talking about. Winnie's wrote, Yorkshire probably meant you versus a computer. Ah, oh, what, trying to work out where Atlantis is? I'll pretend that that's what you was talking about. That's the, Thank you. Um, thank you. I'll, I'll pretend that that's what it was. Steffi's wrote, your commentary is great. Stop putting yourself down, please. I enjoy you and your lives. No, you don't. You're just saying that. No, thank you. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's weird, isn't it? Because sometimes I, I, you know, I've got some friends that actually sometimes listen in on my lives and I had one the other day that said to me, um, you're so rude. And I was like, why? They said, you, you, you try and make yourself sound bigger than everyone else and smarter than everyone else. And that. I said, sometimes I do, not intentionally. She, the woman that I know, a friend of mine, says, yes, you do. You do it intentionally. And I was like, okay, maybe a tiny bit. And then at the same time, uh, as Steffi points out, uh, I do put myself down because... I don't know, I just, I like to please everyone if I can. So I try not to sound that, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, anyway, moving on. Elaine's wrote, I've been to the Diamond Mines in EA. Amazing place. Wind Hyuk. Nothing there, basically, but diamonds. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, I've never been anywhere like that looking for diamonds. I certainly probably wouldn't go there looking for diamonds but um did you did you find any did you put put any in your pocket um winnie's wrote was it 800 and an that came in 900 300 went to south africa 300 went which were the aegi went to mars and 300 stayed in mesopotamia which i still can't fathom why they even would have done that it's just crazy your planet's dying and you you all set up instead of all saying let's all go over to you know mine let's all set up bases somewhere totally different i 
I don't know. Just my mind boggles me on that one. A winner's right. We love the waffle. <laughs> Thank you. You're the only ones that do. I get told off by people at work. Get on with it. Just, just tell us instead of waffling on. Steffi's wrote, "You would, you would have done well in exams. You're labelling yourself unfairly. You're super smart, buddy. Oh, bless you. Really, I, I wouldn't have done well. I appreciate that, but when I left school and started to apply for jobs, I." I would word things so badly because I couldn't spell words, so I had to keep going around thinking of other words, and I couldn't even do the alphabet. Honestly, I couldn't. Um, so I really wouldn't have done well at all. At all. Um, really poorly. But I do blame the school because clearly I, if there's things that I'm interested in, I lap it up. Whereas a school is a very generic thing and they didn't do it in chronological order, which I need. Um, I know you said you're dyslexic, so I don't know if that's how you would see the world. But for me, I have to have it in an order to, to, to work it out. I can't just be thrown in middle of something. Even when my kids are talking to me, I say to them, right, start from the beginning so I can get a full picture. I can't just pick half a picture. Thank you whoever's doing the hearts in the background. You don't have to. Winnie's wrote your video on YouTube is awesome. Ah, oh, thank you. I could have done better and spent more time on it, and but I just did what I did. Thank you, though. It's nice of you, Winnie. Winnie's wrote being blind in the eyes, but pineal gland sees. Yes, there you go. That's spot on. Butterfly Beauty, what a name! Brilliant. Uh, listening in as I'm doing my artwork. Ah, oh, oh, careful! You ah, oh, you missed a bit there. Now just use the rubber. Um, artwork, wow, that's cool. Especially as nowadays, unfortunately, there's you've probably seen it the AI art, which is phenomenal. Um, what it can do, but it's going to push people out. There was a uh, an uproar the other day. I don't know if you heard about this, but there was an art competition and someone used one of those AI. So, all you have to do literally, you type in what you want it to do, and it, it does it literally like that. You may have to do a couple of different variations to try and get it right or, you know, and then you may have to use just a tiny bit of Photoshop just to get how you want it. But amazing, literally 15 seconds you type in, I want a, you know, picture of, um, in in the style, you could do even in the styles, even in the style of uh, Da Vinci, draw an iPhone in the style of Da Vinci and it would, you know, as a sketch, and it would draw it exactly like, or it will give you the image exactly like you see the images of his helicopter, of his various different things. I don't know if you know that he actually even created the first automaton. Da Vinci created an automaton. Can you believe that? Which is phenomenal, um, considering what else he done. So if anyone's a genius, I think he... More so than Einstein. I, I still struggle with Einstein. The fact that he worked at a patent office and carried on working even after he was he was famous, getting all that information from people. Anyway, that's me waffling on. Uh, no, good luck on your artwork. Um, be interested to know what you're actually doing it for. Steffi's wrote, but if you are smarter than some, so be it. Uh, only in... S Thank you. That's nice. Um, 
I mean, I've worked again. This is where I sound beginner. This is the beginning part coming out. I've worked with some industry people, top of their game, top of their game. Um, it sounds like I'm name dropping, but I'm just throwing it out there. People like the executive producer of James Bond, who was also the original first AD on Star Wars, and he's done everything in between. He knows everything about movies. <laughs> And when I was talking to him about... Sorry, sorry. My nose is blocked there again. Um, I was talking to him about the particular movie that he was working on with me. And I was outsmarting him on things. And it, it was really weird because I was thinking, no, this guy should know all of this. Not necessarily in terms of the mechanics of the film industry, but in terms of things that was logical, he'd, be, he'd have to stand there and go, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So people, yeah, so I think the only thing I've got going for me is, is logic, really. So there's my put-down. So there's me being big-headed, and then it comes to the put-down. Uh, Winnie sent me tea. Oh, you did that the other day. I, I did that. As soon as you sent that, I really wanted a cup of tea. Um, thank you. I'll, I'll probably have one after this now. I didn't have one the other day. Butterfly has wrote to Peach... Uh, not yet as it's a diamond art and I can't do it for very long well that sounds interesting Alandra I wanted to put sellotape on the shoes but no I didn't <laughs> was it that abundant in uh, terms of how much diamonds were there and the, th the thing is it's the I still struggle I don't know if, how much you've looked into diamonds but I did look into the company and basically they the De Berg or something like that. Someone wrote it the other day. I still can't remember what it was called. But they literally own every diamond. They're the ones that inflate the prices of diamonds. So if, if it wasn't for them, diamonds would be cheap. But because they put the price up and they own most of the gold mines, then diamonds, you know, and then they did the ad campaign many years back that said a diamond is a girl's best friend which then made women want diamonds. And then they also did the campaign where it said, you need to give uh, a diamond ring as a proposal or as a wedding ring. Um, and it should be, and this is their freaking advert. I mean, how genius is this? But bearing in mind, they monopolized the diamonds. They said, and it should be two, to, I think it was two to three times your salary. How crafty is that? I'm not knocking anyone if they've got a diamond ring and they're wearing it now and they think it's great. No problem at all. But I just think it's so clever of, of that company to do that. Steffi's wrote, blame it, blame the school for it. <laughs> yeah, damn school didn't teach me a thing. I was actually drawing uh, comic books back then in the back of the, back of the school book. Uh, teachers didn't care and I never did any homework. I just said, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, nowadays you get freaking, the parents get thrown in prison and whatever if you don't do it. But back then I said, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, and they didn't ever, other kids had to do it. For some reason or other, they allowed me not to do it. I don't know why. But um, but I did uh, comic books in the back of the really badly written com uh, comic books, drawings, and stuff. And when I left school and I started a company, um, the the comic book name, I'm not going to name it because you'll then work out which company 
I started, but I started a company and I used the, the name from the character, the, the, the group of characters in that um, comic book. Uh, sorry, scrolling on. I waffle sometimes, don't I? Steffi's wrote, I asked AI to see my dad in he Western skies after he passed. The results were everything. Wow. And then Steffi's wrote, I'd love you to see those pictures of my dad. I would. I'd, yeah, I'd tr trust me, I'm into all this kind of stuff. Um, not only spirits, but the fact that the AI had done that. Um, I would, yeah. So let me follow you. Oh, I'm following you already, am I? Friends, yeah, I'm already following you. There you go. So, um, yeah, if you could, um, you know, contact me and then I'd love to see them. Uh, Winnie's wrote, five weeks you have been choc chocked up. Yeah, it got better while I was away uh, in uh, Heraclean underwater. But uh, when I when I came back, it was all fine. I'm joking, I wasn't underwater. But yeah, no, it did get better. Uh, my device is overheating, it said. Wow. Crappy Samsung, it's probably going to explode on me. Um, but yeah, I can't get... I took the tablets, They get, I bought... Um, not bought, I paid for tablets that the doctor prescribed me. And I took two of them four times a day. And I still got a bit of it. Steffi's wrote, also diamonds are 50th anniversary presents. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well done. Top of the class for you there. Winnie's wrote, sold a 1.5 carat diamond to a guy. They were tiny, cost him 350 quid. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? And, you know, if you go by the Anunnaki, they would have paid 350 for... Uh, lapis lazuli which was their real go-to material